You're listening to Wonderland Podcast, Episode 2, Looking Ahead to Wonderland. Welcome to Wonderland, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. I'm Jenny. And I'm Aaron. We're happy to have you with us for this, our second episode, and the next episode of the podcast, just before the TV show airs. We're getting really excited. It airs on <laughs> October 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And, well, 8 p.m. slash 7 central. You can figure out what time it is. It's on ABC television. We're really looking forward to this, and we've got some great things in store for you, including some spoilers after the end of our podcast. But we want to talk about what our hopes are for Wonderland, as well as some of your hopes. You can check out our website at wonderlandpodcast.com, and please subscribe and especially leave a rating and written review in iTunes at wonderlandpodcast.com slash iTunes. Let's get into some of what we are hoping for seeing in Wonderland. And we each have listed some things out of our hopes for Wonderland. And let's work through these one at a time, taking our turns. And I'll let my beautiful wife go first. Aww. Jenny, what's something you're hoping to see in or something, a hope you have for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland? I want to see a tough Alice. Like, I want to see her being curious, but not Dumb or silly. Like a leather jacket and tattoos? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) In Victorian England. (laughs) (laughs) That would be tough. (laughs) Tough. Well, what we've seen from the trailer, I I think she will be. I hope she will be. (laughs) And also just knowing how... Not in leather and tattoos. (laughs) Well, yeah, not that part. (laughs) A ridiculously frilly dress. dress. (laughs) But the way that Kitsis and Horowitz have written such strong female characters in the Once Upon a Time TV show, I think they'll do the same thing with Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And by the way, you don't have to watch both shows, but we highly recommend it. And also check out oncepodcast.com for more about Once Upon a Time. Aaron, what's one of your hopes for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland? One of my hopes is that we will get to see the Cheshire Cat. I feel like it's more of an assumption than I hope because I don't think they could do Wonderland without introducing that character. But I'm interested in what take they're going to take. There's been uh, lots of different versions of the Cheshire Cat in different versions of Alice in Wonderland. So I'm interested in how they're going to portray that. What have those different versions been? Uh, There was the really creepy one in the Tim Burton version. Um, I know Whoopi Goldberg played the Cheshire Cat in a 1999 Hallmark version of Alice in Wonderland. Um, I can't even remember for sure what the sci-fi version was, but I'm sure that there was a character. So I'm just interested, like, is it going to be a real cat? Is it going to be a person who is, you know what I mean? Like Once Upon a Time doesn't tend to have very many talking animals, so... It'll be Rumpelstiltskin. It's probably going to be Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, let's face it. <laughs> so I'm interested in what that take is going to be. And will it have the Cheshire cat grin? <laughs> I don't know. Gold's grin is pretty... <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know who they could get to play it is... Uh, 
oh, I can't remember. I don't know the guy's name, but he was the butler in Home Alone 2. That oh, yeah, yeah. There was the spot where uh, Kevin McCauley, or Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and I, people used to tell me that I look like Macaulay Culkin as a kid, but Okay. Um, there's a spot where he just grins really Tim big. Tim Curry? Yes, Tim Curry. I thought it was a Tim name. But there's a spot where he grins really big and looks kind of like the Grinch. But I could see that same kind of face yeah. as the Cheshire Cat. That'd be cool if he could be Cheshire Cat. Yeah, That's but he wouldn't be a cat hopes. at all. He's a man. Well, he could still have the grin of the Cheshire Cat. Or they could put his face on a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. Oh. What are one of your hopes? <laughs> he was born in... Cheshire, England. <gasps> well, it's fate. It was meant to be. There you go. One of my hopes. A great soundtrack. Mm. Which uh, featured prominently in Once Upon a Time proper, as I may call it for a little while. Especially in season one. I don't feel like I noticed it as much in season two, but I know it's been there. Yeah, and that's actually my same uh, first item on my list is <laughs> another great soundtrack, and it is Mark Isham again. Oh, is it? Okay. We are big fans of what Mark Isham has done with the Once Upon a Time soundtrack, and also so many of his other soundtracks. I love listening to soundtracks. I've got a few hundred, and I no have a bunch. Joke. <laughs> no joke. He does. I have a <laughs> bunch of Mark Isham soundtracks, and. Uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing what he does for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland because I think he can go a different direction with it because the whole show yeah. is going a different direction. Instead of this kind of fairy tale approach, mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a more adventure approach. And so his music can be more adventure like, and I'm just pulling predictions out of a hat. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of side note trivia that the Cheshire Cat is actually a nickname of Tim Curry's. Whoa. Oh my goodness. According Creepy. to IMDb, for whatever that's worth. Coincidence? <laughs> if they don't take advantage of these coincidences, they're they're missing out, I think. Or he's missing out. <laughs> Somebody's Je- missing out. Jenny, what's a hope of another hope? Actually, before we get into a hope of yours, let me read one of the hopes from our community. Uh, we've got several community, a uh, big community, already talking about Once Upon a Time in Wonderland and Once Upon a Time over at wonderlandpodcast.com. We've got popular forums over there. And our forum moderator, Rumpel's Girl, sent this in as her thing that she wants to see. She said, I hope to see a sweeping love story with lots of danger, excitement, and intrigue. I think that'd be cool to see, too. Mm. Jenny, what's another one of your hopes? I want to see excellent costumes, like steampunk or a bubble goth. But, I don't what, really expect wait, it. What did you just say? <laughs> bubble goth. Okay. Enlighten the homeschooler in the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is bubble goth? Oh. <laughs> Even the non-homeschooler needs to really answer that way. I mean, um, is that black chewing gum? What are okay. you talking about? Let's see. It's goth people who dress in neon colors instead of black. <laughs> Hang on. I'm looking this up. <laughs> so I can give you a really accurate well, maybe definition. Maybe we just Google it. I'm looking well, for steam- Oh gosh, I Googled it and I'm yeah. terrified. Jenny. <laughs> oh, you found Curly. <laughs> or Carly or whatever her name is. Okay, we just, I feel like this part of the podcast it's, is the weird part of YouTube like, or something. It's yeah. like, um, 
it's fun and it's and it's like friendly but also wonderlandish maybe but also really kind of creepy and stuff like it's it's mashed up of pleasant and and fairy-esque and totally opposite things like dark and you know gothic things tickle you or kill you exactly okay Hmm. Bubble and then I think I get it. Yeah. Not can sure describe, I want to see it. Can you describe <laughs> steampunk? Steampunk that I get. is like leather and belts and watches and gadgets and goggles and top hats and all kinds of stuff. All in the same costume. It's all very intricate and I love it. And, and kind of like <laughs> high tech, old style tech. Old timey high tech. Yeah, old timey high tech. That's very good. Very, yeah. very good. Yes. Aaron. Description. Aaron, what are what's another of your hopes? I am hoping that they will incorporate some of the traditional Wonderland dialect into the show in some fashion. You mean the the nonsense words? Some of the nonsense words uh we kind of talked about it in the last podcast, but some of the like sing-songy poetic stuff, but even if it's not in that kind of a way, like, I know Jefferson kind of talks in a poetic way in Once Original. So, like, he talks in a very sing-songy way. Hmm. So that could be true to Wonderland. Hmm. Yeah, that could be fun. I wonder, I've heard that doing a musical episode is always expensive. <laughs> but I wonder if maybe they could do it with Once Upon a Time in Wonderland and incorporate some of that poetry. Yeah, that would be good. Jeremy, what are one of your hopes? Mm, maybe some strong male characters. I feel <laughs> I feel like Once Upon a Time maybe has gone a little too far in the other direction, especially season one. I mean, looking they, at the magazine, look how many females are on the cover of that exactly. magazine right there. Exactly. We have a Once Upon a Time magazine sitting maybe right here on the desk. Prince Charming, they don't do as much as they could with, so... Just saying. Well, I think Prince Charming was pretty strong. Uh, and well, it, the characters are there. I yeah. guess they just aren't written in a strong position. He doesn't stick out. Just you some know? added depth. I, you know, not saying there's anything wrong with the way they're doing it. It's just a little unbalanced in the unusual direction, I guess. Well, in, in just a, a unusual to what we're used to seeing on TV and for something like this, where the fairy tales are usually so male focused as the male is the hero who comes and rescues the dame from the highest tower and all of that stuff here. It's kind of in once upon a time, at least it's kind of the, the princess that's rescuing the prince. (laughs) And it's a good way to put it. Yeah. I I think I would also like to see some strong characters like um, the Cyrus character, the genie, he could be potentially a strong character and the type that fights hard for love and maybe that's part of his backstory is that he fought and died supposedly for love Mm -hmm. but we'll we'll have yet to see that i think already with who they've cast it's kind of more balanced i agree once upon a time is isn't it kind of three and three right now i don't know the full cast but i think i think you're right yeah yeah it is okay one of my hopes is seeing jefferson in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Jefferson is the Mad Hatter. He was in Once Upon a Time in several episodes in both the first and second season. And he has a very busy schedule. The actor does. (laughs) Sebastian Stan has a very busy schedule right now. But 
Kitsis and Horowitz have said that they have no intention of recasting that role. So that does say that they want to have him on, and I'd love to see him in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland because he's the Mad Hatter. He is the character that introduced us, uh, Once Upon a Time watchers, to Wonderland and brought us there and all of these things. So it would be great to see him in there and maybe see more of his backstory. It'd be fun to see him in a room working so hard on hats saying, get it to work, get it to work. Get it to I think work. we saw that in the Once Wonderland trailer. <laughs> yeah, they recycled some of the content from Once Upon a Time in the trailer. Somebody Pot could just kind of open a door and we could just kind of see his back get and he's just work. still saying it. And then they just close the door. It's like, he's still at it and he hasn't gotten one yet. Yeah. But that he wouldn't needs be the best Emma. way to see him. He needs Emma. He needs Emma. Oncepodcast.com. <laughs> if you're not already listening to it. <laughs> oh. oh yeah another one of my wants is i want to see a lot of wonderland itself i really hope they'll pick a really good location to shoot or they'll have good sets or good uh cg cgi yeah i want to see someone walk on one of those sideways staircases yeah. <laughs> well even more than just the sideways staircases uh wonderland itself isn't flat according to what we've seen in once upon a time and i was reminded of this we've got the book for once podcast that we, uh, titan publishers sent us the once upon a time behind the magic you know our world's actually book. not flat either <laughs> it's not <laughs> but did you know there, there's a picture in this book of wonderland and it's a picture from the episode hat trick oh. that we've seen. Oh, look that, at that. I forgot about that. Me too. That reminds us that Wonderland isn't flat. It curves up, kind of like if you've seen the video game Halo. Or the movie Inception. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so Wonderland kind of, it looks like it could potentially curve around itself. Wacky gravity. Yeah. So that could be cool to see how they play that into the show. <laughs> Aaron, what's another, one of yours? Yes, another one of my hopes is some kind of a once original, once Wonderland crossover. It doesn't necessarily have to be like I'm hoping it's actually not with the principal like six actors from Once Upon a Time. It would be better if it's just characters that we don't know as much about from Once Upon a Time. Really? So, would you want to see? more of their backstory in wonderland is that what you're saying would yes i'd love like the two characters that we know of that have been in wonderland like cora and jefferson i'd love to see their backstory i'd love to see like the henry backstory the uh like regina's dad getting to wonderland that could totally be oh henry senior it could be like that could be a crossover kind of of both shows yeah that could be a story told in both ways interesting that goes connects to one of my hopes is i want to see cora's rise to power because cora was pushed through the looking glass by her daughter regina and eventually cora becomes the queen of hearts that's all from once upon a time that we know that we don't know how that happened we just know she was pushed through she's a sorceress basically and somehow she rose to power, became, became the Queen of Hearts, and commands now all of these people in Wonderland. And how did that happen? That's what I want to see. And whether that's Barbara Hershey playing that, well, you know, I'll put it this way. 
I don't want to see anyone else play the Queen no. of Hearts. Yeah. Only I, Barbara Hershey. I don't think they do either. So yeah. we're safe there. And does she make everyone wear those masks and why? Is she just... Well, we know <laughs> she's that mean, so... A nice thing they could do, really, is because of the way that they've shown us the Queen of Hearts before, where mm-hmm. she's behind a mask, they could use someone else True. as a fill-in, which that's what they did in the episode Hat Trick. They True. used someone else to act the part behind a mask, but used barbara hershey's voice right whispering through whispering, the yeah. thing yeah so they could do something like that because it's very easy to get an actor to record their voice just go to a local recording studio record the script and you don't have to send them out to a place where they have to rehearse lines and act and all of that stuff so mm-hmm. i could see them doing that much more easily than yeah bringing her into the show where you see her a little bit of a bummer but they could do it yeah better than casting someone else but so much of that ties into how does the timeline of this whole thing work right yes i i have a thought on that i've been assuming this whole time like since i saw the trailer just based on the comp comment that was made in the trailer that alice made to the knave of hearts that she once helped him get back his heart I've been assuming the whole time that that's because Cora took it because we know mm. that she was in Wonderland and that she took hearts. But if Rumpelstiltskin was in Wonderland, we know that he also knows how to take hearts. Hmm. And so I'm wondering if we've been following like a false assumption because of how they tied the trailer footage together. Because they hmm. could go either way with that. Yeah. And they may even not use some of the footage that they yeah. showed in the trailer. We also know like that Regina has been in Wonderland and that she takes hearts too. So there's, like there's several options of how they like of where they can go with that story. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Here's from Jed Anderson on Twitter said, I hope for a Rumpelstiltskin cameo at some point in the season, maybe the same episode as the Mad Hatter. Hmm. And Slurpees 108 said, my biggest hope for once upon a time in Wonderland is for Alice to find Cyrus. Jenny, what's another of yours? Flamingo and hedgehog croquet. <laughs> no, that's in the Disney movie, but Aaron, was that in the book? Yes, it was. Oh, really? It, it was in the first book, Alice in Wonderland, like the first book entitled that title. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So there was there was that whole scene, and the queen basically oft with their heads everybody that was playing so i think in the movie it's maybe only alice and the queen but in the book it's everybody's playing and anybody that's i think like winning or beating her she just said off with their heads (laughs) but she's a sore loser yeah but also in the book i think i forgot to mention this that nobody was ever actually beheaded the king pardoned everybody as soon as the queen like turned her back on the people who she had just sent to execution (laughs) So just a random side. Back. Well, that's that's happy. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a grim fairy tale. <laughs> well, Aaron, what are one of your other hopes? Uh, I really want to see Princess Jasmine because if we're seeing Jafar, I feel like we can also see Princess Jasmine, and she is my favorite Disney princess. Well, then. If we're going to see Jafar and you think you'd like to see Princess Jasmine, does that mean we would also see Aladdin? I 
don't really care if we see Aladdin as much. Because <laughs> we have Jafar. So we have enough We have enough tying it together. But we they could do that. Like, they could do either one. I just want Abu in there. And I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I had Abu. Abu's in my notes, too. <laughs> <laughs> and can I Monkeys just, are always good. Can I just add, in the Alice in Wonderland book that I'm reading, or that I just finished reading right before we finished, started recording, it's from 1957, and there is a picture of Alice and the white rabbit on the front, and three genie lamps, which I think is really weird, considering there is no genie in either of the Alice in Wonderland books. That's really odd. That is something that I'd wondered, because we know Cyrus is the genie. And that's in the trailer. She says, I've never met a genie like you before. But <laughs> yeah, she pretty much says it like that. Um, but <laughs> Please imitate her more. Uh. <laughs> Sophie Lowe, you're welcome to come on to the podcast anytime and show me how your voice is done. <laughs> Make it sound like her hair is getting done. Your voice is getting done. <laughs> But I did wonder why a genie, unless they're just wanting to stick in some random character. But then when you get a genie, it does make sense. Why Brandon Jafar and all of that? But I didn't realize there was that kind of connection. And you said that's from when? Uh, the book was the book that I'm reading was published, republished in 1957, I think. Yeah. And was there a genie or the? the lamp magic lamp in the book or is it just on the cover it's just on the cover Hmm. but but there is a specific like there is an alice image so at first i was like well maybe it's just like that series of books had them but it's specific to alice like there's her specific picture on it i can send a picture for the show notes if you want okay yeah we'll have that at wonderlandpodcast.com slash two and you can check that out jeremy Yes. One of my hopes. We touched on briefly in the last episode, actually, some lost style cameos or even full crossovers from Once Upon a Time proper. Now, when you're saying lost style, well, okay. what do you mean by that? Well, sometimes in Lost, you would see a flashback telling one character's story and you would start to recognize the time and place and something would happen in the background or somebody would walk by and you recognize it as another character whose story they'd already told in that place. You just didn't realize until that moment that these things were happening simultaneously and the people had actually met in the past and didn't know each other. And never, it was so brief that they didn't, you know, there was no recognition. So like what we said before, maybe we see Alice walking in London, and she runs into Balefire from Once Upon a Time. But, you know, you don't have to... If you watch Once Upon a Time, you know it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, it's like just like in the TV show Once Upon a Time, they included these little lost hints in there, like the numbers 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 <laughs> in there, or 108, and certain other things, names of things, certain icons, brand names that they used and were very popular with the lost TV show. And they put those in Once Upon a Time. And if you didn't watch Lost, well, that was fine. These weren't plot specific. For But for those who did watch Lost, it was total awesomeness to them. And yeah, that'd be cool to see it that way that you're describing. I like that. 
one of my other hopes is to see a story that can go on for at least three seasons. Really? Or maybe three seasons at most. But I don't want this to be just a single season show and that it's canceled or that they end it after one season. I want to see them. I hope they have some kind of plan for where they want to go with a complete season, let's assume 22 episodes, and then another 22 episodes and another 22 episodes. I really think that a lot of TV shows tend to mature around the third season. They either mature or die, it seems, around the third season. So I'd like to see Once Upon a Time have a great first season, an even better third second season. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm going to make that mistake a lot. (laughs) And an amazing third season that could be the finale, but I want to see this thing last for a few years. Yeah. Well, you know what they have said about the story. Is that That's not they have a story in mind to tell, and if they go on beyond the first season, they'll use the characters, but they'll tell a different story. So yeah. there is a plan to have a cohesive story. You're right. I hate it when they have a plan, but then they get more seasons, and so they're like, well, we're going to have to make this story work for a while. We'll figure something out. So they move the last bookend to whenever and put everything else in the middle. So they're not going to do that with this show, which is already many points in their favor. Yeah. Yeah. They've got great experience writing great episodes and shows already. So I I know that they'll be trying to bring that into here. And very similar to my point, Michael Wuthrick on Twitter said that he said, don't want to sound cynical, but I want enough unique, interesting content to justify having two shows on at the same time. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have expressed concern about this. Is ABC or Kitsis and Horowitz, are they spreading themselves too thinly by doing two shows at the same time? But then again, I think it could provide them the potential to get certain ideas out and developed that they would have wanted to try and incorporate into Once Upon a Time, but wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. This gives them an outlet to do that in a different way. It's like... <laughs> Not, I'm not going to be one to give parenting advice necessarily, but you know how many parents, when they have a kid who's just got so much energy inside of them, they get them involved with sports. It's a healthy way to express all that energy. And so I could see Wonderland being like that kind of thing for Kitsis and Horowitz to be able to express these ideas and develop them mm. without having to tarnish the original story. Yeah. Uh, Connie G also said on Twitter that she wants to see lots of miracles in Wonderland. And I I would wonder why call them miracles? What kind of things, like is she saying people coming back from the dead or wounds being healed? We've already seen a guy be decapitated in Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah. And one- still be alive. I don't yeah. think I would label what happened there as a miracle. Yeah, that's magic. <laughs> maybe she means magic. Maybe she means like lots of magical miracles. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or, yeah, could be, could be some miracle in this happening. Jenny. Okay, my last one. I couldn't really think of anything. So I just wrote Tweedles. <laughs> Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. It's that, not Wonderland without the Tweedles and their clammy story. <laughs> <laughs> they are and in the books. 
The time has come, the walrus said. That has to be somewhere in I the know. book. I mean, in the in the in the show, they have to include it. That was under my dialect list. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk about that, things. That is one of my favorite little fun pieces of poetry. I like it. Aaron, what's something else you hope for? My last and number one hope is Sebastian Stan. Ah, yes. That would be so awesome to see. And I want to see it in this first season. I want to see it in these first 11 episodes. That would be like their their amazing little surprise to us. If they could keep that a secret, that would be so cool. And that we would, see him that would be a miracle. That would be the kind of miracle that Connie's talking about. Yeah, they'd have to reveal him the moment his name shows up in the credits at the beginning. Which they did in Once Upon a Time once, too. Yeah. <laughs> So if anybody hears that he's in BC filming, please do not tweet us. Yes, try and keep it a secret. <laughs> Jeremy, what are your what's your last thing? Okay, since I've only shared three out of five, I'm just going to combine my last two. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Oh, I'm sorry, I that's lost okay. Count um, but they, yeah, I was like, yeah, they both said it's their last, so I must have something happened. But my last two really kind of go together anyway. I want to see a strong story, obviously, which is kind of like what you said. Um. And sort of, I wrote down artistry forward, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It sounds a little whatever, but I would like to see some intricacy, I suppose, in the art of making the TV show rather than just plot point A to plot point B to point C. Let's just get them there. But even... Um, for example, Fringe. I don't know how many people listening to this watched Fringe, but it, it was it was a good show in and of itself. But then there were specific episodes that just the way the story was told from the beginning to the end in the one hour was just sort of like a work of art in and of mm-hmm. itself. And I just like to see some of that and some really, I suppose, poetic moments. Hmm. So strong artistry. Nice. I want to see, maybe similar to what you're saying, Jeremy, I want to see more time spent in these different magical worlds. I don't want to see them just jump to magical world, to magical world, to magical world, Mm -hmm. and not spend much time there. Like, you look at the trailer, and there are some amazing-looking worlds. Oh, you don't think they're all Wonderland? (laughs) I don't know. I, I guess I just assumed they were all part of Wonderland. There, There have been some things about... Maybe the way they've communicated said. it or, or something like... Actually, I guess that was said, that they went Yeah, I got that impression. Yeah. I got that impression. Yeah, no, yeah they did right. in the trailer. And Interesting. I want to see them stay in those places, develop the story a little bit there so we can appreciate the awesome visuals or this really right. magical-looking world, whether, whether it be <laughs> floating cliffs or a lava planet or whatever, these really <laughs> awesome-looking places. I want to see them stay there and tell a story there, not just hop from place to place to place with no papers. There, there is a scene in the trailer that looks like there could be a cameo from part of the third of the new Star Wars movie. <laughs> Disney does own ABC. I mean, you uh, lost me at Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, Disney does well, own I Star Wars. Lost now. myself at Star Wars, but it still looked like it could happen. <laughs> Disney owns a lot of things. They <laughs> do. On Twitter, Oscar B said he wants to see love, magic, and adventure. 
Rumpel's girl also said, I hope to see as much of that white rabbit with his jaunty little hat as possible. <laughs> jaunty little hat. That's fun. <laughs> the, the character, the voice of the white rabbit is listed among series regulars, like Sophie Lowe, who plays as Alice, and uh, the, guy, the guy who plays Cyrus, I can't remember his name, but also Naveen Andrews, who plays Jafar, and the voice of the white rabbit is listed among all of these names. So I think the white rabbit will have as prominent of a part as like Mary Margaret or Snow White in Once Upon a Time. Or Ruby in season two. Yes. <laughs> Who was a series regular. <laughs> Ish. Or Ruby. Yeah, sort of. Well, Jeffrey... like technically, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, she was written in definitely as a season regular, but then they changed their minds on the direction they wanted to go with yeah. the story. Yeah. Jeffrey Lawn said, Mad Hatter, at some point, I know he's busy and can't do it right now, but down the road, at some point, I'd love it. You are not alone there, Jeffrey. <laughs> Sylvia said magic and stardust. 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 That wasn't in any of the Alice in Wonderland stories I read or watched. It was and besides, not. <laughs> magic comes at a price, so. All magic. Comes Careful with price. that. And, uh, Twitterer named who named themselves Regal On said Cora. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of cool stuff coming up, and we'll have some spoilers from Hunter, who normally provides our spoilers for Once Upon a Time. We'll have those after the music, so you don't have to miss any of the podcast. If you want to skip the spoilers, you can just stop when the music finishes. And you will only miss the spoilers, but you can also listen to them and know what's coming in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. But anything else, any other inspirations, uh, Jeremy, Jenny, Aaron, from you guys of what you're looking forward to seeing, hope to see anything else before we watch this awesome TV show this Thursday, October 10th, 8 slash 7 central on ABC. I want to see the blue dress and the striped socks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Striped. <laughs> I have been very a little bit annoyed that they like Adam and Eddie or Eduardo Castrov or whoever does the costumes seems to be so like true in Once Upon a Time to the costumes, mm -hmm. and Alice is not wearing a blue dress and striped socks. Yeah, in the trailer, it's pink. That's opposite from blue. And that costume is from the books. That costume, yes. that outfit. Oh. Like in the illustrations in the books, she is wearing a dress and striped socks. So maybe not oh, blue, yes. but striped for sure. Striped socks. Maybe yeah. they decided you can't get enough striped socks. Blue just was not Sophie Lowe's color. <laughs> Perhaps. Well, they, they, need, <laughs> they need to have the, the blue dress and the little apron and the striped socks. Well, maybe she will have at some point. <laughs> Well, listener, we have some awesome stuff in store for you for Wonderland Podcast. We're really looking forward to seeing the show, and we know you are too. We would love for you to please go to iTunes. We've just launched the podcast, so please go to iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed there. And even if you are already subscribed, please go to wonderlandpodcast.com slash iTunes 
and write a review for us. It really encourages us when we see those reviews, and it helps other people find the podcast as well so that more people can learn about the awesome details behind Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And please go to wonderlandpodcast.com slash two if you want to comment on this and share your thoughts on what your hopes are for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And when the episode airs, send us your feedback, your theories, what little details that you notice in the episode. Please email feedback at wonderlandpodcast.com or leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also go to wonderlandpodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. And we will record our normal episodes, talking about each episode of the TV show, live on Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time over at wonderlandpodcast.com slash live. We'd love to see you there during the Eastern Time at 6 p.m. at wonderlandpodcast.com slash live. But you can also join us when we hang out in the chat room on Thursday nights during the airing of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland at that same address, Wonderland podcast.com slash live and follow us on twitter at wonder podcast you can also follow each of us on twitter i'm daniel j lewis and you can follow me on twitter at the ramen noodle i'm jeremy laughlin you can follow me on twitter at phlegon that's p-h-l-e-g-o-n i'm jenny and you can follow me on twitter as jenny snook and i'm aaron and you can follow me at twitter.com slash aaron j cruz so until next time we hope to see you on the other side of the looking glass. And thanks for listening. Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Hi, Oncers. Hunter Hathaway here with your spoilers for Wonderland Podcast. Season 1, Episode 1, Down the Rabbit Hole, is directed by Ralph Hemlicker and written by Edward Kitsis, Adam Horowitz, Zach Estrin, and Jane Epsonson. According to ABC... Alice returns home to her father, telling her that everyone thought she was dead. Her imaginative stories about a talking white rabbit and a mystical place called Wonderland end up getting her admitted into an asylum where Dr. Lydgate convinces her to have a procedure that will allow her to forget her pain. Right before the operation is set to take place, she is rescued by the Knave of Hearts, who takes her to the rabbit, who informs her that her true love Cyrus is still alive. As the trio then jumps into the portal returning to Wonderland, Alice sets out on a quest to find him, but the villainous Jafar and the Red Queen have other plans for her. The show stars Sophie Lowe as Alice, Michael Sosha as Knave of Hearts, Peter Gaddett as Cyrus, Emma Rigby as the Red Queen, with Naveen Andrews as Jafar and John Lithgow as the voice of the White Rabbit. 
Guest starring in the show are Johnny Coyne as Dr. Lydgate, Iggy Pop as the voice of the Caterpillar, Jesse Scrim as Ashley Boyd, or Cinderella as we know her, Lee Ehrenberg as Leroy slash Grumpy, Millie Brown as Young Alice, Sean Smith as Alice's father, Maddie Finchenko as Tweedledee, Ben Cotton as Tweedledum, Ryan Elm as Doctor, Michael Q. Adams as Doctor Number 2, and Keith David as the voice of the Cheshire Cat. In casting news, on May 10th, John Lithgow replaced Paul Rubin as the White Rabbit. On September 16th, it was announced Iggy Pop replaced Roger Deltre as the Caterpillar. It is told that Deltre was not available for the new series. Casting Call. Over the summer, many casting calls went out. Silver Mist, a beautiful 20-something Asian looking for revenge. Bearded Man, a 40-year-old Middle Eastern man who sells scarves. Old Prisoner, a 60-year-old Middle Eastern man who was imprisoned by Jafar 10 years ago. The Old Prisoner will be a recurring role. They are also working on Episode 5. They are casting the role of King, 50-year-old, handsome, clever, and has a British accent, also Mother, who is also 50 years old. She was once beautiful, has a daughter who disappoints her, and had a British accent. Looking ahead. Well, this will be a complete open and closed story over the season. There will be a how, why, and full backstory for each character. This will be post-cursed Wonderland and exists concurrently with the Once universe. The show will have its own mythology and not be dependent upon Once. The creators have teased they are interested in adding Jabberwock. Alice's tragic backstory will be explored. The show will have a cake but Alice and turn Wonderland on its head. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Bit of Pixie Dust. Until next time, Oncers. Oh, 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 oh